Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 27 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. This is Mark Stevenson from Coldesi. And this is Mark Vila from Coleman & Company. Uh, cue the age joke. Yeah, you know what? Podcasts. I mean, I don't have one because I, I don't think anything happens when you're 27. Do you remember anything about when you were 27 years old? Uh, no. Okay. I, I'm not even sure that I ever was 27. Yeah, and you can't prove it either, no. right? No. So <laughs> the only thing I know for sure is that I had a little bit more hair. Yeah, I know that for sure. A little. <laughs> yeah, you know. All well, right, so ahead. what are we talking about today? Yes, today we are here to talk about you versus the competition and overcoming objections. I think that this is uh, one of the big things that is spoken about if you, uh, if you sell equipment. People yeah. ask about it on the uh, Custom Apparel Startups Facebook page. All the time. Yeah, on that group, people always ask about it. <clears throat> people talk about it with us when buying supplies. Uh, it is just something that is a challenge for any business owner. Right. And I think especially for people that are that are in our audience that might be you know relatively new or brand new Custom Apparel Startups pros. Mm -hmm. You know, they just went into business, so they didn't spend their life in sales, you know, and marketing and realize that. Everybody goes through this. Every business has, you know, the the guy down the street that'll sell it for cheaper. Everybody, every business has the the people that say bad things about your business, so so they get the sale. Yeah, and you don't have to be. I mean, first and foremost, um, as for in regards to the competition, you never have to be the fastest, the cheapest, the best. Yes. The you know the most diverse. You don't have to be any. All of those things. Right. Okay, so you need to, you find the things that are right for you and your business, and that's the market that you that you have to sell to. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to know what you're good at. But first, I want to talk a little bit about um, some of the folks that, that I've talked to from the Custom Apparel Startups Facebook group about that idea that, you know, I can't make any money because I can't sell it cheaply enough. You know, I can't make any money because, you know, the guy down the street um, is, it, honestly, it's always price. Yeah. It's always price, what everybody says. So, you know, really the, the question is, is, is the competition, is it real or is it perceived? Yeah, and the, the interesting thing about this is that there are really successful apparel decorating businesses and people that at Coleman & Company we speak to on a, on a daily basis. A lot. A lot that, you know, and they have the mindset, in regret, if you're talking about pricing, where they just say, you know, uh-uh, honey, I would not sell it for that price. <laughs> right. You know, we get, we, That's I, right. I that, that happens all the stuff. time. That was a great impersonation, by <laughs> yeah, the way. I really like, like that. Uh-uh, honey, I would not sell it for that <laughs> price. And and could, because we had one customer come in and we had talked about, well, how much do you sell this shirt for? Yeah. Um, there's a customer talking about that they could buy that or, or, or they had competition yeah. that, that would sell it for say nine dollars. Yeah. And she's like, I wouldn't do it for under eighteen. And yeah. that's just and but I, I it's gonna be great. 
Yeah. I know, you know, so, and she had all of her reasons, sure. but that was a perfect example of just why that, that being the cheapest isn't always the answer and it doesn't always matter. Yeah. I mean, if you look at every successful company in the world, not every one of them in the space is, is the cheapest, you know, like for example, Toyota and Chevy, which one is the cheapest, you know, um, you know, Walmart and Target, which one, mm-hmm. you know, has the cheapest whatever it is. Milk, which one's the cheapest? Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things, that, that price isn't always the ter- determining factor. And and what I, what I meant by real or perceived is the difference between just, you know, let's say you, you know, you're in the DTG business. You do custom printed shirts. And uh, there's a screen printer down the street that advertises shirts for $7.00. If you buy 50 or more, mm-hmm. you know, um, is that competition? Um, I don't know. Did anyone ever come to you? Did any one of your customers come to you yet? Or, you know, are you talking to people th- that say, no, I'm going to go buy the screen printed shirts for $7. Yes. So that's, it's a good point where when you see something, so, so I think what I'm getting you, what I'm getting from yeah. you is that. You see something, whether it's an advertisement or a flyer or a shop sign or yeah. whatever it is, and you and red lights flash in your head, and you say, "Oh no, competition! How am I going to stay in business with these prices yeah. that they're offering?" When um, it, you might never run into it. Yeah, you're assuming the competition. You know, let's let's use you know commercial embroidery machines, something that um, you know Coldesi sells the Avance brand. And there are probably 50 different manufacturers of embroidery machines that call themselves commercial, that say they're for business. And, you know, we run into maybe three or four or five max. You know, the rest of the people just don't really matter. And honestly, you know, whether or not they're cheaper, you know, doesn't really matter either. Yeah, and and it's just, it's so true. And what you need to not do is try to put out fires before they start, you know, in in a situation like that. So when you see this, when you see competition or an advertisement or you hear about something, it's, it's not, the right move is not, is no, well, I'm sorry, let me back that up. Sometimes the right move is to react, but it's not necessarily the right move. So you need to. Uh, stop and sure, think about yeah, it a little stop bit. Stop and think about it. Make sure that it's real. Make yeah. sure that that it's a real threat to your business before you turn around and start being concerned of how you're going to make money or how are you going to sell them, how you're going to sell shirts for $7. Right. So I, I think the, the main lesson from that, and we'll, we'll get into more details about you know um, dealing with lower price competition in a minute. The main thing that, that we do, and I know Coleman and Company does, you know, we don't try to be the the... The cheapest, we just try to be what our customers need us to be. Yeah. You know, so so what are the advantages, for example, you know, to doing business with you? Mark, let me ask you, what are the sure. advantages? Because honestly, there's a lot of people that sell thread. Yeah. Right? There, I mean, you can go to a local sewing center and pick up embroidery supplies. Um, what is, you know, uh, what are the reasons that people do business with you? Well, the, the reasons why people do business with us. So... For one, we are we want to be an approachable business. So okay. we want you to be able to chat with us live online, to be able to attend webinars, to be able to just pick up the phone and call us, yeah. email us, um, have direct contact with a, a sales representative that yeah. that can that can be you know your partner in business. So 
you know, we make ourselves really available and approachable. And that's, that's a big deal because how many people, raise your hands, uh, I know I can't see you, but how many people have ever needed to just talk to someone on the phone about something? Yeah. And you go to the website and there's no phone number. You know, I mean, there's just, there's just no way to accomplish what you want to do. And there's a lot of our competition that you can't reach over right. the phone. Um, and people get um, upset. And we have on, say, software. Software yeah. is a big thing that it's hard to get people on the phone for. Yeah. You know, it's just the True. nature of that business True. In, in general all across. And every once in a while, we'll get phone calls and, and we'll talk to somebody and they'll be like, I just want to be able to call this company and ask them a question. And I said, I agree. And you can call us all right. you want. And I agree with you. And that's yeah. what we do. Um, I can't control what every other company does, though. Right. But I can control what we do. So so that's what we try to do. We try to make our, comprise, our prices as competitive as they can be while, with, still, while still being able to maintain that. We could have nobody available on the phone and just have a shipping department. Yeah. And lower yeah. our prices. Yeah. Um, but then we lose all of the support that our customers want from yeah us. And, and you know and that's that's really interesting and, and we're gonna make you guys go through an exercise in just a minute but that's one thing that we strive to do in all of our companies is just be nice people that you can talk to mm -hmm. you know and that is a huge advantage in the marketplace so so th you know that's one reason that I would say is is good for us uh, yeah. and then we have we've got a diversity of products that okay. we offer you know, yeah. so so we try not to be just a one-trick pony type of company. We've got a nice, diverse thing because our customers are diverse companies. Right. They're no longer just embroiderers or just screen printers, yeah. but these are you know, apparel decorators. Yeah, so you can buy rhinestones from Coleman Company. You can get vinyl. Mm -hmm. You can get uh, direct garment printer ink. And this is going somewhere too. It's yeah. not just an advertisement. We're, we're not. It us. is an advertisement, but it's not just an advertisement. Yeah, it, this is going somewhere. And then also, um, so we've got that. And then also, we are price competitive. Right. So we look at prices in the market and we try to figure out what can we do to offer a better price here. Does that mean we need to buy more, manu buy more of something, manufacture more of something yes. to bring the price down? Does yeah. it mean that um, that we should switch a brand? You know of product that we sell or that we offer doesn't mean that we should start manufacturing this thing in-house yeah ourselves you know, like the bobbins it, or something like that yeah so there's all of these things that that we have to decide and, and figure out in order to get to be all of what we want to be so right. we want to be approachable we want to have a diverse group of products and we want to be able to have you know price Priced good well. price competition right. right um with all within that and that's you know part of what our philosophy is and how we move forward in, in business and help people. And when somebody talks to us about competition and all these things, that's what we have to go back to. Yeah. You know, You're talking to us on the phone. Yeah. Or, you know, we've got all the stuff in inventory. I can deliver it to you this afternoon. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a, I have a story about that. Okay. Should well, I tell you, a story? You can, you can tell a story about okay. that. I like it. And, and, you know, think about while well, Mark is telling this great story. Listen, then um, think. Listen, then think. Okay. Right. Don't think about what you're going to say while you're listening. Um, is, you know, consider how you can adapt what happened to Coleman and Company to your own business. So, we had, we sell a vinyl cutting system, you know. Um, the cut and press. The cut and press system. And we sell a, uh, it comes with a cutter, and it comes with vinyl, and it comes with software, and it's a whole package deal. So we had somebody uh, call us up 
and they were asking a bunch of questions about vinyl t-shirts. They just said, well, do I need to have a heat press and what does it mean and how does it wash and what does it, you know, all the things that you ask. The education, to right. Figure it out. So we'd probably spent maybe uh, 12 to 15 minutes on the phone yep. answering just a lot of questions. They were just batting them down. You know? Right. And which, which, I mean, I'm going to stop you here. 15 minutes on the phone for somebody at Coleman and company. You can't imagine the call volume comes that comes in. Mm-hmm. That's a significant investment of time. Yeah. 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 It's a good amount of time, but they had a lot of questions. Yeah. And when we pick up the phone, we're there to, to help that customer. If it right. takes 60 seconds or 15 minutes or yep. whatever. So we answered all of these questions about it. And then, she said, okay, well, um, I'm looking online right now, and I found this company, and, and they sell, I can get it, all of this for about $200 cheaper. Right. So, and we had, we already had a special package price that we were giving with some bonuses and stuff um, for like an end of the year special. So we yeah. were kind of at the minimum where we could be. We couldn't drop our price anymore. Right. So we said, well... Okay, and we looked at it. I said, "Well, bring it up. Let's ask her. Ask her who it is. Let's bring it up." So yeah. we brought it up, and we saw. And but then we started dissecting it down, and we said, "Well, ours comes with a whole training package, out of the box. Theirs is has yeah nothing. the fifty five minutes to your first t shirt. Yeah, the yeah. F- fifty five minutes to your first t shirt. So it's an hour training on how to get started, and then yeah. a bunch of a little stuff afterwards. Theirs came with none of that. It came with you know it said printed instructions, right? You know, um, which who knows what that could possibly be." It's probably the user manual that came for from the, the manufacturer. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, so, and then also, no chat, no phone number, no no e- email address even. Just a contact wow. us page with a form. Okay. So uh, we said, well, you're on the phone with us now. We're answering all your questions. When you called, you didn't call in a specific sales line. You dialed the phone number that's in the biggest font on our page on the top. Right. So when we answer the phone, we don't know if it's going to be a support call or sales call or what. Yeah. We have no idea, but we're going to answer every single phone call. So when you have a question about about it, for one, you're going to have less questions because you're getting instructions built for you yeah. in, through video and written and everything. Yes. There's a bunch on our website. There's webinars that we offer and we do and consistently do. Um, and then you also can just call and ask, yeah. hey, I'm not quite sure I understand step four. Right. And and we cannot afford to do that if we sold this package for $200 less. Yeah. You know, all of that costs yeah. You know, the $200. Yeah. The time and investment. The time, and... Yeah, the time and the investment. And, and we come with sample pieces to test. And yeah. it included tools. You know, there was a lot of little things that was hard to perceive. So so she's like, you know, and she's kind of just, you know, hmm, hmm. You know, right. this is what the story being relayed to me. Yeah. I said, what's she saying? She was like, hmm. You know, and just kind of listening. Yep. And she said, okay, well, let me see. You know, let me see. And, and, and she thought about it. You know, and long story short... She purchased it from us. Right. And she just said, she's like, I need that. Yeah. I need to know, like, this is a business for me. This is real. I need to be able to know that this is going to be taken care of yeah. and that I'm going to be able to do this. And I can, I just can't guarantee I'm ever going to be able to talk to anybody if I buy it at that other company. Absolutely. And so that's, so that's a story. And I think that, that, that goes down to kind of two things okay. for us to bring up that how it relates to your business that we're, you know, talking to you right now is you need to know um, why why should somebody do business yeah with what you, are, right? what are the best things about doing business with you and, and your company what do you think is how do you how should somebody answer that um, I mean really it's so I mean the the first thing 
it may be you. Mm-hmm. You may be the biggest advantage to doing business. Like, I mean, honestly, there, there's, there's a lot around what the story that Mark just said, but the biggest advantage to doing business with Coleman and companies is the people on the other end of the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's you. Maybe you think that people will be happier with their purchase because of something you did or the way that you act or you answer the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe maybe that's it. Maybe it's the, the pieces and parts that you use, like higher quality blanks. You know, so maybe you've got something about that that you can say, well, you know, most company use the least expensive Gildan t-shirt that they can find to do their printing or do their embroidery or vinyl or whatever it is. But you know what? I decided that I was going to give my customers a better product. And it cost me a little bit more, cost you a little bit more, but I promise you're going to be happy in the end. But yeah. The, the shirts, I'm sure that you've bought shirts from your competition that shrunk up pretty quick. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. How many, you know, how many of those shirts have lasted, you know, and not? So, or they just get, get that kind of weird, like, out of shape thing where the shoulder doesn't fit right yeah. anymore. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that's a good point. Is, yeah. is So you talked about, you mentioned just they get to deal with you. Yeah. They get you. So, um, you know, my response to that, something like that is I can't guarantee what my competition will do. I don't, I don't know them. They may be great. They may not be great. What I can guarantee, uh, is the actions that I take when I sell you garments, when I sell you shirts and hats, I know that I know I'm going to put a lot of work into all of them. I'm going to know that if there's a mistake, I know I'm going to fix it. Yeah. Uh, I know that, you know, I know that I'm going to give you a fair price. I know that I'm going to deliver it on time. I know if I tell you it's going to be ready on Thursday, it is. And if it's not, going to be ready on Thursday. I know I'm going to tell you way in advance to make sure that everything is going to be okay. Yeah. And, and you may actually be, you know, your employees, you know, mm-hmm. it may be somebody that works for you, for example. So at cold Essie, you know, we get comments about our salespeople all the time and some of them will say, well, you know, honestly, like I talked to Don Copeland and he knows absolutely everything there is to know about DTG, you know, or I talked to Tracy and she is more excited about rhinestones than anyone I've ever talked to and has a lot of great customer stories. Mm-hmm. You know, it may be that I talked to Sean in tech support and, you know, he just, he knows what to do and he gets back me back up and running very quickly. So it could be you and what you personally do, but that extends to, you know, if you have a company and you have employees, then it extends to them as well. Yeah. The staff, the people that you surround yourself with. Right. So, so, that's one thing you could you could always sell. You can you can sell about the quality of the product that you're going to offer. Yeah, wait. First, 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 first of all, I want I want everybody to to pull out a piece of paper and a pen, unless you're driving. No, if you're driving. Yeah. Please do that anyway. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, please. Pull out a piece of paper and a pen, and I want you to while we're talking to write down at least three great reasons to do business mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, and if you're driving, you could use you could use your windshield as like a whiteboard. You could do that. Yeah, that's a great. Write it on your hand. Yeah, that, all these things. Whatever are fine. you need to do. Yeah, um, but no, you should you should have a short. I think the point of all of this is you should have a short list of three, two, three things, four things tops. Yeah. That you can bat off right away if somebody says, "Why should I do business with you?" Yeah. So we we talked about it being you or your employees. We talked about higher quality blanks. And that's actually a big deal. And you'll be surprised at how many customers and potential customers will relate to that. Yeah. And you could talk about quality control. Yeah. That every single garment that leaves, you know, my shop, 
uh, is passes through two people's hands. Yeah. It passes through my hands, the owners. Yeah. I make sure that every single hat looks good. If it's not good, if it doesn't meet the quality, we get rid of it. Yeah. Um, and we make you a new one. If after you get it, maybe, you know, if one does slip through the cracks, you know, yeah. first I check it, then my business partner checks it, or I check it, and then my wife checks it, or, or my cousin or whoever, yeah. whoever works with me. Right. Um, my embroiderer does it, and then I do a quality control. Then it goes to you. If one does slip through the ca- cracks, right, and and you know something was done incorrectly, then we're going to replace that as well. You know, yeah. quality control is huge for us. So getting it to you right the first time, but then also how we're going to handle it afterwards if something happens to make a you know a mistake happens to fall through, which never happens. Yeah, but if it did, <laughs> if it you know, did, if it we're did, fix it. That's how sure we are that it's going to be good. Is that I will if you get a bad embroidered shirt. I am going yeah. to make you another one and hand deliver it to you yeah. as soon as I can. I love that. And that brings up one of my favorite ones is, is that is that local feel to your company. I mean, uh, you can buy a custom shirt from Cafe Press or Zazzle. And you can get it shipped pretty quickly and it'll be pretty good quality. You know, so maybe the maybe maybe the local support and service is your is your main angle. Maybe it's just like Mark said, says, you know what? I'm going to deliver these shirts myself. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go through them one by one when we're done. Is anyone else going to do that for you? I'm so concerned that you get the product right the first time and that you order the same thing from me next year that I'm going to deliver these myself and we're going to go through them every single time. Yeah. You know, or it's, hey, you know what? I mean, I'm, I'm calling, I'm doing this job for you, my local high school, because my kid goes to your school. You know, because we go to the same church. I live in your neighborhood. You're a local plumbing company. You need embroidered shirts. Why wouldn't you want to deal locally? My toilet's going to break one day. Mm -hmm. You know, you could use that kind of local service thing as one of your three or four. And then another is, um, could actually be a financial benefit for the customer. Sometimes it is a financial benefit. Okay. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you, that you are the cheapest, maybe for a particular product you are, Mm -hmm. uh, or maybe, it's just a matter of you say, well, I don't, I, I do direct to garment printing. Yeah. I don't do screen printing. It's different. Um, we could talk about that all of it all day, and I can explain to you the yeah. intricacies of that. Of but why what it's I'm telling different. You is, right. I don't charge any setup or art fees or color fees. Right. So what we could do is we can design your art however you want it, and there's there's no fee for any of that. Yeah. Maybe that's what you sell. Maybe you do charge a setup fee. I don't know. Right. But I'm saying that you maybe that's one of the things that you have as as a reason for people to buy. I don't charge any setup fees. Yeah, I like that. Or, or you know, on DTG again, maybe it's, I'm going to print you one and show you what it looks like before we print the other 50. Yeah. You know, which is a big advantage over screen printing. So yeah, maybe that's, you'll do a you'll do a free preview sample. Yeah, pre, free, a free preview sample. You might say that for every 10 shirts you buy from me, you get a free embroidered hat. Right. You know, um, which is a great I, sales technique too. Yeah, whatever whatever it is that yeah. you offer, if there is a financial benefit that you hand deliver it and there's no delivery charge, yeah. or that you know there can be a financial benefit and talk about that if it's something that's good, that's that money related, like right? Do. So, so another one is you know maybe you have an excellent on time record, mm-hmm. and that if you if you actually keep track of that, like um, like what is the percentage of Missed shipments that Coleman and Company makes on average on a month. So uh, less than one tenth of one percent. Right. Generally so, speaking, Coleman and Company is a big dog in the in the apparel decorating supply business. They ship out a lot of shipments, and and it's not even a one percent error rate. So maybe that's you too. You know, maybe you know 
out of the last 50 orders that I made that, that I delivered to a customer, zero errors. Mm -hmm. You know, it or maybe it's 100% of it was on time. You know, and you can have one of those little signs in your shop like they used to for the, uh, for the safety record. You know, 180 days with no, yeah. with no injuries. You know, you could say, you could say, you know, hey, last 57 orders, on time or early. Yeah. Okay. And maybe that's your, maybe that's your, so with that one, it's, it's great because not only did you say what you do and highlighted that, but you kind of made somebody say, huh, I wonder if the $9 shirt guy can say that. Yeah. You know? And then, and then it's also with all of that, there's... Um, you know, building on the trust. Yeah, of somebody, absolutely. they've got to believe you. So you know, you could talk about that as well. Maybe it's maybe you could say, you could talk to any of my customers. Yeah. And 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 I've got we've got a great track record. You know, yeah. At our hey, if you're shop. in a retail shop and you sell you sell um, apparel to somebody in that same plaza, heck, give someone apparel in that same plaza and then send your customer next door. Yeah. So you know what? I mean, hey, I tell you what, just talk to my one of my customers. I'll I'll wait right here. You go next door and talk to Mary. Yeah. You so know? It, it could be uh, through testimonials. Yeah. You know, whether they're have whether it they're written, written down or, or email, online right? or, or or on the phone. So that's the other thing is that you know you could tout these things. So if you've got statistics that you can, you could have the last five thousand shirts that we made. Yeah. There's two mistakes. Yeah. You know, and and all of that. So talk about that. Talk about your. The on time, how you deliver. There's there's all of these things that we. These are all just examples. Yeah, and, and you should pick you know pick three or four like Mark said, and you know it doesn't have to be one of these. Think of your own. You know it could be you know you have the prettiest wood floors in your shop. I don't know what you know what you think of an, an advantage is, and it would be a bonus if you had a story for each. Mm -hmm. You know so for example like Mark just had a story for you know. Um, the, the service versus price, the availability versus price. So maybe with your orders, you could say, you know what? Um, all of my orders are on time. You know, the past 50, and it, as a matter of fact, two weeks ago, I had somebody, they ordered, they ordered wrong. They ordered their shipment wrong, and they needed it three days before they said they did. And me and my crew, we stayed that night, and we delivered even that one on time. That's a great story. Yeah. People want to do business with that company. Yeah. Definitely tell stories about the about the things that you have yeah. or why you chose to do them. Yeah, you know, I like be, that because that will that's part of that trust that I built up. Is that yeah. if you've got a real story where you say, "Yeah, we don't charge any setup fees for the direct to garment printing." The reason yeah. why we started to do that and the philosophy behind it is that is that people wanted to do more in their artwork. They were wanting to add more colors. They were wanting yeah. to, to do more with it, but they kept having to stop and right. and hold back to say, oh, well, I need to keep it under four colors because I don't want to pay more fees. Yeah, right. You know, and they had to stop. So with my business, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do that. So I just decided of a philosophy of this is what we're going to do. I'm not going to charge for any colors, any, any artwork, any yeah. setup because I want my customers to be free to do anything. So when we build your T-shirt together... We're going to do anything you want. Right. You're not going to have to settle. Yeah, you're never going I to have to settle. That. And that's great. the philosophy behind why I have a no setup fee policy. Yep, I like that a lot. So you have to have, and then I think that reminded me of, of something um, with dealing with the competition beyond just the, the finding the three reasons. Okay. But I think that you need to find something 
that's unique about what you do and then get your customer to buy into that philosophy first. This way, when they do go to shop around, if they do, when they do go to shop around, it makes it more of a challenge for them to get the same thing. Yeah. Okay, so what I mean by that is you're a direct-to-garment printer, say, for example, and you decide that what you're going to do is you're going to sell to this customer, and you're going to help them do some of the artwork. Okay. So build up a hundred colors in the design. Yeah. Build them a really cool piece of art. Yeah. Help them to get that. Say, hey, what if you did the letters in in green? Yeah. And or this, or a, or a graded green to black kind of a thing. Yeah. 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 Do a gradient with like with a stroke outline. It'll look yeah. cool on the lettering. It'll make it pop out of the shirt. And this is what it could look like. You know, yeah. maybe you're doing a consultation and you've got Photoshop up and you're just banging the concept out quick yeah. with them. And yeah, yeah, that's going to look great. Now, they want that now. Yes. And if they're going to go to screen printing shops, somebody is going to have to sell them out of that idea. Yeah, they're going to have to talk them down to two colors or something like yeah. that. Just to keep... And and it, it, can work with, it can work with anything. If you offer rhinestones and your competition doesn't, yeah. can, you know, help to convince them that the... That the lady shirt should be have a rhinestone outline. Absolutely, rhinestones. Yeah. Um, if you offer a, a vinyl product as well with your embroidery, you know, yeah. say, hey, listen, we should we can put in like some glitter lettering right here. It will look it'll look fantastic. Now, now because you're doing multiple things. Yes. It's it's kind of a multi technology. So if you have different ways of decorating a product, let's say it's it's. Yeah, you do DTG and embroidery, or you do embroidery and dye sublimation, or you're doing vinyl and rhinestones, or whatever that combination is, the more variety that you can offer, the less competition you're going to have. Yeah, and if you have something unique, like we sell um, neon rhine studs, mm -hmm. okay, and, and it's it's a more unique product. They're very cool. They're not, they're not really easy to find everywhere. Yeah. So if you have some of your competition out there that also does rhinestones... They might not know where to get that. Yeah. They're neon studs, yes. for example. They might not, you know that you have a little bit of a unique product. You're not the only person in the world who sells it, but you know it's new or unique. Yeah. Sell that to your customer. Now they want the neon yellow studs on the black shirt. They think it's a really cool idea. And if they do go to shop around, it's not, it's going to be harder for them. You're, to, you're, you're highlighting your advantages. Yeah, you're highlighting your advantages over your competition. Yeah. And it's harder for your competition to turn around and... Oh, I just, can do that for $10 cheaper. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's a matter of you want to give your... You want to show your customers the advantages that your business has by offering things that are as unique as they can be. Yeah. So, so I mean, I think that's good. You know, we, we talked about uh, kind of is the competition real or perceived... We went through some, you know, some exercises on finding the advantages to doing business with you. Um, I think we should just go right after that lower priced competition idea, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, because that, I mean, that that's it. If we see on 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 Facebook, we get, you know, we get people that say, "Oh, I can't make any money doing this because of the competition," um, and we've decided that it's probably real. Let's say there really is a shop opened up just next door, mm -hmm. you know, and they do something similar, not quite the same, but you can buy stuff cheap. Um, so I think the first thing that you have to go through when you're faced with lower priced competition that you know is actually competition is to do what Mark did when they brought up that other company's websites on the cutter 
and look through everything that's actually included. So is the, is the deal actually better? Um, what is the deal, and is it actually better than what you're offering? Yeah, so you have to look for, you have to see is it like shopping for a car. Mm -hmm. Okay, when you shop for a car, it might be that we have no dealer fee, you know, on the radio, right. ridiculous yeah. commercial. Well, I know you're making money. Right. You're selling cars to make money. Right. So I don't know what you're calling it. It's going to be in there somewhere. In there. It's in there somewhere. You know, so a company might say that they're going to offer shirts for, say, $5. Yeah. No, that's their concept is $5 shirts. Well, is there fees? involved right. in addition to that <clears throat> is there a so, hundred is there a four dollar a shirt setup fee setup and delivery fee? yeah yeah or or is it just does it cost is there an initial 150 dollars worth of fees just to print the first shirt right or, or is it you know did they buy you know t-shirts from directly from china for 50 cents a piece mm. and they're white irregular shirts you know that are see-through you, you, you know i mean what's is it is it really cheaper? Yeah, is it really is is it well is it a there's good deal? A difference yeah, is it a better deal? Yeah, is, is it, it a better, better deal? is it a better deal cuz yeah. there's cuz there's less expensive and then there's cheaper. Yeah. So is the product it's the product <clears throat> a subwork quality to yours, right. you know, is one thing. And if that's the case, then if that's, you know, you have to find out the customer is okay with that. Right. You can discuss that. Um, so find out if that's the case. Find out if there's hidden fees involved in this. Yep. Um, find out is there limitations to the product. So like we talked about before, if you've got 16 colors in this design, yeah. Um, but their four, their five dollar T-shirts are only one color. Right. So if you want to do 16 colors, that five dollar T-shirt is now a fourteen dollar T-shirt. Which is right where you are. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or, or yeah. Or you might have been at twelve. Yeah. You know. So right. it, you might already be better and not even realize you're cheaper. Yeah. Than maybe that. maybe it's um maybe they charge a delivery fee to make up for the money. Mm -hmm. You know maybe they um maybe that price group is only available at you know for fourteen or thirty days you know to get the job done. Yeah. So you can order today for this price, but, you know, we're not going to be able to deliver for three and a half weeks. Yeah. Oh, and it very well could be, I mean, it could be all of these things. You have to find out what the deal is behind that. And sometimes yeah. it might just be price shopping your competition to figure that out. So if Highly you, recommend. Yeah. So call them up, ask them, find out what the deal is and just probe the questions in. What what kind of shirt do you use? Yeah. Or or have a, have a friend call. I mean, some mm -hmm. people are un uncomfortable with that. You could even order a couple of shirts. Yeah. Um, and you, here's what you may find. You may find that, you know what, it's a great shirt. They're delivering a great product, and it's a great price. But, man, the guy was so rude on the phone. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I mean, he barely wanted to talk to me. He just he hung up really quickly. You know, he's just a jerk. And, and maybe that plays to your advantage. And you could say to a customer, yep, you know what, they, they, they're absolutely cheaper. Definitely have you talked to them yet? Yeah, you know, <laughs> and then you can say that in confidence. As yeah, well. absolutely. Uh, also, if they're if they are a local shop with Google reviews or Yelp reviews, look that up. Yeah, and because again, like first, I say go for all the low hanging fruit first. So if you hear about a lower price from one of your customers, hey, I can get this done for five dollars a shirt cheaper. Yeah. So say um, it's okay to not answer them immediately, most of the time. Yeah. You could say. Okay, um, I'm I'm getting ready to do something else right now. I'm getting I have a meeting with a customer. 
give me a bit. Can I call you tomorrow at 8 a.m.? Is that fine? Yeah. Or you, do you have to make the decision before then? Right. You know, no. All right. I'll just call you tomorrow morning. And then go for all the low-hanging fruit first. So first look up and find out, is that deal real? Yeah. Okay? So that's one thing to look at. Then you could look. Are there any reviews online? Do they have bad reviews? Yeah. You know? Um you know, you can try to give them a call and see what the experience is like. Right. Um, and so go through all of that first. And then this way you know. When you talk to them, you'll see, is there any of this really easy stuff I was able to find that I can just combat it with? Right. I say, I want to, yeah, I'm familiar with them. Um, uh, their Google reviews are terrible. Right. For look them up on Google. Look, look them up on Google. Yeah. So Now, you could also <laughs> find out, you know, again, like, like uh, Coleman and Company did, you could go down that... You know, when you talk to the customer, you could go down. So you could say to your customer the next morning, well, now when I talk to them, they were going to charge a $200 setup fee, and they were going to charge $16 for delivery, and it was going to take them five to six weeks for my order. Now, are those the same things that you got? Yeah. You know, or you could just put the question in their mind and say, now what we're talking about is, you know, a 512 color shirt. And, you know, we're talking about using this brand of high-end T-shirt. And we're talking about me doing the quality control myself. And we're talking about delivering it in three days. Mm -hmm. Are those all the same things? Did you talk to them about all the same things? You know, and just kind of put it back on them a little bit. You know, so, so maybe they'll think, okay, no, I didn't actually give them the graphics. So I don't know how much that's going to be. Yeah, and, and I also recommend, in, in my thought, what I like to do is, is if you're honest with them about what you want, yeah. And what you're willing to do, then most people will respond very well to that. Yeah. So I, what I mean specifically is say, I would like to earn your business. Yeah. I would also, I also want to maintain the quality and, and my three things I mentioned about my business. You know, I want to, I want to maintain those things for my business. I don't want to fall below that, but I might be able to, I might be able to work with you on this deal. So th okay. have you gotten a quote? Right. From them. A physical quote on yeah. paper with a bottom line number. Yeah. Okay. Um, get that. Yeah. And I will be happy to look at it with you. Mm -hmm. And if I can do something different or better, I will. But what we need to do is, what you need to do is for your own sake. Yeah. you got to get a quote. I'm going to prepare a quote for you with the price that we talked about. Apples to apples. Yeah. Then you need to get one from them and compare it and see what's different. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then if you're... If you're willing to, share it with me and let's talk about it together. Yeah. And then go from there. And But after all of these things, let's be real here. You you might still be more. You might you might legitimately be Is that be okay? More. Could you... Is it possible to sell things for more than somebody else? It is. And, it, it, and it's... It, what else is possible is that person at that other shop might have great reviews. Yeah. They might... Um, they might be nice people. They might be really nice people. Right. They might. Deliver. You can hate them anyway, though, if you want to. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. They might deliver for free. Right. They might use the same blank that you use. Yeah. They might use the same printer and embroidery machine that you use. Yeah. They are willing to, um, you know, they live in a much smaller house, you know, or right. they live, or they are, they just don't, they, they. Maybe they're working out of their house, work, and you have a retail shop. Yeah, and you have a retail shop. May, you know, maybe <clears throat> they just. Um, you know, the with the the size of sheer size of their business, they may be huge. Yeah, they may do a lot of volume, <clears throat> and it's okay for them 
to only make a couple of dollars a shirt right. because they've got the process narrowed down over the 30 years that they've been in business that they yeah. know they could be profitable here yeah. and they are willing to do that. Yeah. So that all that might be true. <clears throat> if that's the case, you might just have to bow out. Yeah. You, you might just say, you know what? Yes, we, we are more. And, you know, I'm not sure why. Maybe they're, maybe they're just a really big company or maybe they have lower costs. But, you know, you or I on the, and I are on the phone right now. We've talked about your job. And, you know, we're at $14 a shirt and they're at $12 a shirt. You know, honestly, if you don't, if you don't think that doing business with us is worth that $2 a shirt, because that's all it is, it's $2 a shirt, then, you know, uh, I, I wish I wish you luck, and I hope we get the opportunity to try again. The yeah, next time. yeah, and and be respectful <clears throat> about that. And then also uh, on the flip side of that, sometimes it's okay to match that lower price. Yeah, and, and or maybe you are a little bit higher priced <clears throat> in your market than than you want to be. Yeah, you know that's possible too. You know all these things are possible, so it's not. It's not just an easy pie in the sky answer all the time. You it know, can get complicated. You know what we haven't done yet? <clears throat> Excuse me. Is yeah, we have not okay? made. What do you need? I got a little frog in my throat. Yeah. What do you need? <clears throat> he tried to get I'll, away. Do you want me earlier? To punch, I'll punch you in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> Would you? No, we we haven't we haven't uh, you know pitched any of our other podcasts, mm-hmm. and I think this uh, uh, the exact time to make sure that you've listened to know your numbers part one and two. Yeah, because you've got to project what that worth of the customer is going to be. Maybe they have a better idea that this customer isn't just a one-time deal, but they're going to order four times a year. And when you keep that in mind, it's a better deal. So they can charge them a little bit less, and you haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, and if they already, yeah, they might know this. They might have done business with this customer before, and they know, listen, I I can charge this customer a really low price. Why? Because they are no hassle. Their artwork is going to come to me clean. Yeah. And they're going to... I never uh, have to do anything yeah. else. I right. never, it's going to be... They're very easy to work with. So, yeah, I don't mind that I only make, you know, say, a 20% versus 30% or, or whatever the numbers might be. Right. So, you've got to figure that out. And, and I think, know your numbers. Yeah, you've absolutely. You've got to know it's, it. It's a big deal. I mean, that's the difference between in business and not in business. Yeah, it right? really is. So, so I've, I've got a thing written down here and I like to talk about it a lot, so I want to do that now. Okay, let's do it. It's the price to happy ratio. Okay. You know, what you'll find is that the people that beat you up on the, the most on price, mm-hmm. they'll spend the most time trying to, well, can I get free shipping? Can I get 10 cents off a shirt? You know, will you do this for free? Will you do that for free? They're going to get you down to the smallest possible deal that you're comfortable making, and they are going to be the biggest pain in the butt. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're going to be the people that do that to you every time. They still think that they got ripped off. You know, so that, that it's that price to happy ratio. It's the people that you introduce yourself, you say what you do, you say why you do it, you give those three or four reasons of doing business with me, and, and the customer says, damn it, you know what, I really want to buy shirts from you. And what's the price? And they say, yes, those customers are going to come back. They're going to talk about you more. The customer that, that tries to weasel you out of every penny, they're going to do that every time they need to order shirts all over town. So, you know... That's the that's the that's the walk away idea. Yeah. You know, like Mark said, you know, sometimes you've just got to say, yes, we are more. If you don't think it's worth it, I wish you luck. I hope you try me again. Yeah. And, and I, you know, with things like that, well, we say, you know, if 
if we happen to be a little bit more on something, you know, we're just, we try to be really honest about it yeah. and say like, we, we just, we have to charge that to be able to do what we yeah, do. And right. I think we do it awesome. And I think, I think you're going to think we do it awesome. And I can you guarantee. You just buy from us. Yeah. yeah. And, and we would love to earn your business. Yeah. And, and but I can't, you know, I, I can't do shirts for $6. Yeah. Now don't bring up your car payment. Yeah. You know, or your or your rent or anything like that. Don't do that. But that's that's true. You know, I just can't do it. You yeah, know? yeah. And and that and sometimes you don't get that business. That's okay. But those really, like those hardcore hagglers, generally speaking, and this is everything I've ever sold. Yes. Ever. Me too. Um, is those are generally the the folks that turn into the thorn on your side, and then you you're you've got this thing burning in the back of your head. That like your cognitive dissonance will not allow you to admit, but you're like, I'm making a hundred dollars to deal with this <laughs> right, right. all the time. It happens, you know, and it's like it is. It's no longer worth the hundred dollars. Yeah. I don't want whatever I was going to spend that hundred dollars. So on. feel free to fire a customer like that. Yeah, you know, because you'll make more money letting go of them. Um, so you know, having said all this, so let's say that you've done all these things. You you've got your advantages, and you made sure the competition was real and not just in your head because you mm -hmm. saw an ad, and you looked at the actual deal, you know, that they were offering, and it's it's really a great price and it's great competition, but you still can't get there, you know, to either earn the earn that particular kind of customer or that particular kind of business. You've got to take a look at your business as a whole and say. Are you selling to the right people or the right market? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take it back to the embroidery business. Um, a lot of supply companies, you know, like ours, you know, we're, you know, we sell to commercial embroiderers, but we sell mostly to people like with one machine, two machines, four machines, five machines. Mm -hmm. If a clothing manufacturer that is running 500 heads wants to buy backing, that's not our customer. Yeah. You know, because that it's just it's just not us. We're we're not going to be able to compete on price. They're gonna you know they're gonna hire their own, they're gonna build a factory in Singapore to do it themselves, mm -hmm. right? They're gonna do all that stuff. If you know if somebody wants you know something from Coldesi that we that we can't handle, you know, like if you want a, a DTG printer, if you want to be able to print a hundred shirts an hour, you know, or five hundred shirts an hour, or a thousand, two thousand shirts a day, then the DTG printing might not be the right one for you. So we're just not going to be able to help. So that's a customer that's a good customer, good potential customer. They're going to spend money, but it's not our market. It's not our potential customer. Yeah. So you may get to the point where, you know, you're doing all the pricing that you can, but but the niche isn't right. Yeah, and, and sometimes you've got to change the concept of what you're selling. Yeah. So, for example, what I think of is let's just say that you are starting to sell embroidered caps. Okay. And you want to charge $14. And you're finding out that everyone is charging in town is charging 12 That's kind of the market price. Right. Because there are market prices for sure. things. Um, it's You can have a grocery store that will sell $10 a gallon milk. Mm -hmm. But uh, most people are just going to straight up say, I, I might buy other things. There's, I'm just not going to buy it on Princeton. Right. You yeah. know, you're, I'm, you're just it's way out there. Right. So you might be higher in the, than the market yeah but that's where you want to be to be profitable you say i want to make this kind of money to do this i've right. made that decision you've got to think about what can you do to make it different then okay so you've got to like i mentioned earlier about about things about 
making your product different than everybody else's. Yeah. So you got to think outside the box. Right. Of what? And I hate even saying that. I no, I like you know, it. Think but, outside the box. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually drawing a box yeah. right now, and I'm and I'm making a little brain drawing. Yeah. Outside you, of yes, the box. That's a terrible brain. Well, you know. <laughs> but what I mean is, we have a customer who um, does only does patches on caps. Okay. So they make a patch. Yeah. They embroider it with with our patch kit product. Yep. And then they heat apply it to a hat. Okay. And they look really cool. That's interesting. And but and that's all they do. Yeah. He's, he's a, we don't embroider hats. Right. Um, we used to embroider hats. We don't anymore. And I said, why? And he said, they sell like hotcakes. You know? like, <laughs> right. Just, it's a like, great product. He's like, they look It's cool. unique. Yeah, it's unique. He said, nobody around it does it. Um, we have to charge a little more because it's a little more work on these. Right. But people see them and their friends talk about it and yeah. you know, all these things. And he's like, we've got a great little niche market in our area. We yeah. sell this thing locally. So you've got to figure that out. Where maybe if, if you're selling your custom T-shirts with your DTG printer, you know maybe you're the person in town that also offers canvas prints of these things yeah. as well. Yeah, that's good. You know where other folks might not even be offering that. Yeah. Now you can also go and and what I was thinking is more of the niche market. So let's say you opened up your business specifically to do um, because you thought doing embroidered caps, for example, for area baseball teams was it. You got yeah. it in with the little league and the high school and things like that, and you're doing that, and then you know you find that those those hats are selling for like eight dollars, you know, because somebody's got a contract with little league and they can get a better price and you know all of this stuff. So maybe you, you know, work with a local fishing supply store and you do nothing but fishing caps. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you do more custom. Maybe there's a, you know, you do corporate caps. Or you do patches on caps, or you know you you've you've gone in with the intent of serving this market, and it's just not working profitably for you. So find one that you can, you know, a better one to hunt in. Yeah, yeah, and, and there's there's tons of them, and, the, and not all of the things are just. It's not all going to be easy in the first place that you right, get. To. Right. Which is what happens with some folks is they think that the little league is going to be perfect for them. It ends up not being. Yes. Then they are like, oh, I've got another idea, and that one failed. Now all of a sudden, like, well, I, I'm just not going to. Yeah, this. they want to sell their embroidery. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know my motivational thing is like, don't don't give up. Yeah. Yet. You're supposed to have failed those first two times. Yeah. Like you're supposed to have. Um, if it's like the same thing with being, a, if somebody's a salesperson and, or when you're selling, yeah. it's the same concept is like, you're going to talk to three people and you should expect those three people to tell you no. Right. You know, like that's part of the game. So when you're thinking of these niche markets, if the one you've got in the first place doesn't work out, yeah, that's perfectly fine because you're just like almost every other person who's ever opened any business ever. Yeah. So find another one. And then, Hey, I just want to say that I went to school for philosophy. Yeah. You know, that's, that's enough said, but I, I love this idea, um, of, you know, like, you know, you start in one market and it just, it doesn't work as well or it doesn't work profitably, or maybe, you know, maybe you are doing those baseball caps for little league and things like that, but you're not making enough money on it. That's the perfect time. You've got some income coming in to go and explore those other higher price markets. Yeah. So for example, you know, we've got, a, you know, maybe you got a rhinestone machine and there are people that do wholesale rhinestone transfers online. And that's all they do is make those transfers. You know, maybe you try that and you can't compete because it's easy to ship. It's a national business. Um, so now you start making the shirts. 
or maybe you can't get into the cheer market or the dance market that you wanted to. So, um, you know, try baseball mom, you know, try doing, um, rhinestone decals that you can put on, you know, for bumper stickers. Yeah. That's what was going through my head. Yeah. You had just said that is that is, you know, making custom stickers. You know, we have, we have customers that only make embroidery patches. We have people that only make stickers. We have people that only do patches on caps. We've got people that only do glitter and pro spangle cheer ribbons. Yeah. I mean, there, there are specific. Yeah. There's really some great specific out there and they keep it really busy. We have a customer that only makes bags, tote bags. Yeah. That's it. So if you don't have, if your if your problem is is that you can't compete in the market that you're in, or you don't want to compete at those prices, yeah. if that's the real market price, right, which is what we've already determined, right, you're gonna you're gonna make sure that's true. Yeah, then you start looking for other niches that you can get that you can get into, and you just and I, make the money you want. Yeah, never stop looking for that. Stuff. Yeah, they're there. They're definitely there, but you've got to keep you got to keep looking for them. You know what? I think I think we got kind of a slow start to this uh, podcast. Yeah. I mean, because it's twenty seven again. You know, no one yeah. knows what happens yeah, in twenty seven. But we're ended up pretty good. I mean, almost twenty eight. I think I think twenty eight's gonna be a good. I am. I I knew, I was never twenty seven. Did you know that? Yeah, you mentioned that earlier. Yeah, I yeah. I was never. I was twenty six. And then you were twenty eight. Yeah. No, I went to thirty. You went to thirty. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why. Wow. Like ten minutes ago, I think I was about twenty seven. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, so so what have we what have we talked about? We talked about you versus the competition, um, and whether or not it's real or perceived, right? We talked about um, finding the advantages to doing business with you and your company, um, and having a story for each one of those if you can. We talked about a lot of ways to deal with and address lower price competition, mm-hmm. which um, you should play that part over and over again if you if you have the idea that everyone sells cheaper than you. Um, and we, we also recommended, you know, that you look at whether or not you're selling into the right market. You know, I know you wanted to, you got your embroidery machine because you want to do pillows and, and horse blankets, mm-hmm. you know, but maybe, maybe custom polos are the way to go. Yeah. You know, take a look at that, survey the market, try to find something that'll make you money. And I think the homework to go, to go home with what you should do after this one, um, what I would be, what I would have already done, been done, you know, yeah. is if you don't have it already, Pick the three reasons why somebody should do business with you if they just ask. Yeah. If somebody just says, oh, cool, you sell T-shirts, well, why should I buy from you? Yeah, I can get them anywhere. Yeah. Give, just give them three good reasons. Yeah. And, you know, maybe we didn't even tackle one thing. Okay. Maybe one of those reasons is because I'm the cheapest in town. Oh, <laughs> I that didn't even might, think of that. That might be you. Well, you know, you know, you know, that might be you. You know why I would never think of that? Because if I was the cheapest in, in town, I would immediately raise my prices. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's like that could be you, you right. know. So it's like there that is another successful business model that could be out there. But find the three reasons why they are. Um, in my opinion, it shouldn't be because you're the cheapest in town unless you've got an awesome system yeah, to make yeah. that happen. You know, it should be because you're the best, you know, and tell tell these people what three things you're the best at and why it's going to be great for you to sell T-shirts that way. Um, or, or whatever it is, and you'll have a successful business. I yeah, think. I, I love this episode. Do me a favor and do Mark a favor and, and everybody out there and share this podcast with people that you know. Anybody that's got a small business, they don't have to be in the custom T-shirt business, you know, uh, download it, share it. Um, you know, we're on iTunes. They can listen to it online. You can hit the little share button on the website, send it over Facebook. The more people that listen to this, I think the more the, the more people that will, will do better in business. Yeah. 
Great. Well, I I feel good about today. I'm ready, yeah, to, move, me I'm ready too. to move on to some new some new awesome things. Yeah, me too. Um, listen, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Very good. My, uh, this is Mark Vila with Coleman and Company, and Mark Stevenson from Coldessi. You guys have a good business. Thank you.